0: Thank you for supporting Daily Tech Headlines directly. Now begins your ad-free episode. I'm Rich Straffolino, and these are the tech headlines for the week that was. Twitter Vice President of Trust and Safety, Del Harvey, announced the site will develop a new policy about so-called deepfake videos and other altered media meant to mislead users asking for user input. In a survey, users can answer multiple-choice questions about how Twitter should handle altered videos and photos, from Twitter removing the post to flagging them as altered, to doing nothing. Users have until November 27th to answer the survey, with a new policy taking effect 30 days after it's announced. Amazon confirmed to CNET it plans to open a new grocery store in Woodland Hills, California in 2020 under a separate brand from its Whole Foods stores. In job postings for the store, it's described as Amazon's first grocery store, although the actual brand name is unknown and any additional locations are unannounced. The company confirmed that the location won't use Amazon Go and feature traditional checkout lines. Last month, the Wall Street Journal reported that Amazon plans to open additional stores in Los Angeles, Chicago, and Philadelphia. Instagram is launching a new video feature called Reels for iOS and Android, but only in Brazil for now, where it's called Sanas. Reels is similar to TikTok, which lets you make a 15-second video clip set to music and share them in stories. There's also a new Top Reels section to explore. Reels comes with a huge catalog of music, and anyone can remix audio from anyone else's video. The company points to Brazil being a good market to start with due to the country's big Instagram population, musical culture, and a thriving creator community. Facebook is launching a new payment system called Facebook Pay, compatible through Facebook and Messenger, and eventually Instagram and WhatsApp as well. Users can send money to friends, shop for groceries, buy event tickets, make in-game purchases, and donate to fundraisers. The service is separate from Facebook's new Calibra wallet and the Libra network, and the company says it's built on existing financial infrastructure and partnerships. Facebook Pay initially rolled out on Messenger and Facebook in the U.S. this week. It will be available in the settings section and will support most debit and credit cards as well as PayPal. The company is using Stripe, PayPal, and other services to process payments. Apple launched a 16-inch MacBook Pro Wednesday. The keyboard includes a physical escape key and uses a 1mm travel scissor switch instead of the butterfly mechanism used on previous MacBook Pros. The new MacBook Pro is 0.7 millimeters thicker than the previous one and has a redesigned thermal system with 35% more surface area on the heatsink and fans that can push 28% more air. The battery is 100 watts and claims a 11-hour battery life. It also has a six-speaker sound system, a three-microphone array, and a 3072 by 1920 16-inch display that fits into the same body size as the 2015 15-inch MacBook Pro. You can get a 6-core Core Core i7 or 8-core Core Core i9 between 16 and 64 gigabytes of RAM and from 512 gigabytes to 8 terabytes of internal storage. The 16-inch MacBook Pro replaces the 15-inch MacBook Pro and starts at the same price of $2,399 with a maximum price of $6,099. Google will partner with banks and credit unions to offer checking accounts as part of a project called Cash, spelled C-A-C-H-E. Google put the financial institutions front and center with customers, unlike programs like Apple Card. Google will gain insights from data and use that data to help banks develop better products. Google does not use financial data, including existing data from Google Wallet or Google Pay, as part of its advertising program. Google may also offer loyalty programs on top of the bank offerings, as well as possibly waiving fees. Google is working with Citigroup and Stanford Federal Credit Union, among others. Motorola announced a new foldable razor phone, which features a flip phone-like form factor similar to its 2004 predecessor that unfolds into a 6.2-inch by 876 OLED display. When folded, there's a 2.7-inch 800x600 display on the front. Inside is a Snapdragon 710 system on a chip, sixty gb of RAM, 128GB of internal storage, a fingerprint reader, a 16 megapixel rear camera that's usable when the phone is folded, a 5 megapixel front camera, and a 2,510 mAh battery, all running Android 9. The phone also comes with a retro Razer skin that emulates the T9 keypad of the original and a feature phone-like app launcher. The phone is available for pre-order December 26th for $1,500 and ships sometime in January as a Verizon exclusive in the U.S. No word on if unlocked versions will be available. Bloomberg's Mark Gurman and Jerry Smith report that Apple is considering a services bundle that could be available as early as 2020 and include News Plus, Apple TV Plus, and Apple Music, according to sources. Apple reportedly included a provision in deals with News Plus publishers that would allow them to bundle the subscription with other services. Currently, publications get about half of the $10 a month News Plus subscription cost, which would likely be lowered in a services bundle. Apple removed all 181 vaping-related apps from the iOS App Store. In a statement to Axios, Apple said it has updated its App Store review guidelines to forbid apps encouraging or facilitating the use of vaping products, citing a CDC report that found vaping devices a public health crisis and a youth epidemic. Apple previously stopped accepting new apps related to vaping back in June and never allowed for the direct sale of vape cartridges through apps. And finally, in an interview with The Verge, Microsoft's head of gaming Phil Spencer said he expects to launch its xCloud game streaming service in 2020 in the U.S. Spencer also said the company plans to integrate xCloud with Xbox Game Pass in 2020, bringing game streaming to Windows 10 PCs. While currently only confirmed to run on Android on mobile, General Manager of xCloud, Catherine Gluckstein, confirmed the company is building prototype iOS apps and working with Apple to launch on the platform. Microsoft also plans to expand xCloud Preview to Canada, India, Japan, and Western Europe next year. Remember, for more discussion of the tech news of the day, subscribe to Daily Tech News Show at dailytechnewsshow.com. You can find show notes there and links to all these headlines there as well. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next time. And from all of us here at Daily Tech Headlines, remember... Have a super sparkly day.